The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. In the past few years, we've heard the term free agents and been told we would all need to become one in order to succeed. The recent economic structures have helped to promote this concept as reality. Where do we get the tools to take control of our career path in the present and future? Welcome to The Career Confidant with your host, Marie Zimanoff. Marie and her guest experts are here to provide you with the tools you need to move forward and achieve your career goals. Now, here is Marie Zimanoff. Welcome to The Career Confidant, and thank you for tuning in live or downloading the podcast. This is your host, Marie Zimanoff, and you are here today listening to The Career Confidant. And you are probably here because you've heard or read the description and thought, hmm, I wonder what I need to do to get my career moving in the right direction or to take control of my career because I'm starting to figure out that my company is not going to do it for me. And that's exactly why we are here is to talk about those things, tools, resources, skills that you need to be able to take control of your career and manage your own career direction in today's economy. And each week I share my experience helping thousands of professionals advance their careers and bring in some industry leaders to provide career intelligence. And really the goal is to help you stay ahead of the curve, proactively moving towards your career goals, and maybe as we're going to talk about today, understanding how career goals are changing and some of the terms and trends that you're seeing out there people in my world talking about in the career industry. What's going on out there? We're going to talk about that a little bit today. And if you'd like to take advantage of the opportunity to ask a question about career change, job search, career advancement, leadership development, you're always welcome to call in live at 866-472-5790. Or you can email me at Marie, M-A-R-I-E, at astrategicadvantage.com. And again, if you're thinking about your career and you're trying to do something different, you might be hearing all of these terms out there in the career industry, and sometimes it gets a little bit confusing. So we're going to talk about some of those terms today, what they mean, what they don't mean, and how they might be of benefit to you if it's right for you to read some more about some of these terms so that you can use them in your career. Maybe they're good things for you. So we're going to talk a little bit today about portfolio careers. And if you've paid attention to some of the stuff going on out there and and if you read anything by Dan Pink, Thomas Friedman, you may have heard some of these thought experts throwing around the term portfolio career. So we're going to talk about that today and what does a portfolio career mean? How does it look different 
should it be a goal for you to have a portfolio career? And what are some of the different ways that you might create such a thing? We're going to also talk a little bit about Encore careers. And this might mean a little bit more to those of you who are over 55. And I also think it's an interesting concept for anyone of any age to think about career trajectory and career life cycle and how that's changed and how it might look different for all of us where we are now and as we as we get older. So we're going to be talking a little bit about what an encore career means today as well. And then towards the end of our time today, we're going to be talking a little bit about career satisfaction. We talked about that before. I think it's an important thing as we're talking about what should your career goals look like and what are these terms? How do these terms fit into setting your career goals? We're going to talk a little bit about career satisfaction and how we might set our career goals in a way that makes it possible for us to achieve such a thing as career satisfaction. So the first thing is this idea of portfolio careers. And what does a portfolio career mean? And how does one create a portfolio career how does one decide if that's a good a good thing for you, right? And I think that I I see portfolio careers interpreted or described in several different ways, right? Sometimes people will call a portfolio career if they've had many different jobs, right? They kind of have a diverse portfolio of career experience. Or people might say that they've got a portfolio career because they do many different things at once. Or people might say they have a portfolio career because they're a freelancer. And all of those things can fit within the definition of portfolio career, for sure. To me, it's the idea of you're having many different tools in your toolbox. And whether you're a freelancer or you work a 9-to-5 job and do something else on the side or you start a a business, it doesn't really matter that those things are independent necessarily. To me, a portfolio career doesn't mean that you're a freelancer, you run your own show in that sense that we might think of that, right? A writer who has contracts with all these different companies, definitely a freelancer. But you could work at a nine-to-five job and either be planning on starting something, having something else that you've started on the side, have another job that you've started on the side, or have another career that you've done in succession, right? But it's it's this idea of having many different things that we do within our career. And this why. Why is portfolio career becoming such this hot topic? It's really because of the change that's happening in our workforce, how quickly things are changing, and also the idea that if you want to make money and you want to make more money than you're used to or you want to make more money than than you do now, the old formula used to be that you worked your way up a ladder, right? And we kind of talked about that 
last month that there really isn't this ladder anymore for us to work up and get increases in pay and all of those things that we associate with career advancement they don't necessarily look that way anymore there's not this trajectory right of you climb up a ladder and then you gradually decline that used to be the the theory in the career world right that you would gain experience and gain responsibility and then you'd have some kind of slow decline of responsibility and all of those things so that you would retire well that idea of trajectory is is just not reality anymore and we're going to talk about that in general and some of the goods and bads of that but what comes along with that is this idea that if you want to make more money you want to get different experience, you want a new challenge, you want a new skill set, all of those things might require you to have a portfolio career instead of thinking that we're going to do some kind of linear advancement within our career. So I was talking to an individual just the other day who is a construction professional, construction management, been doing that for 12 years, also has had a personal training business on the side right that's that's a portfolio career and it's that idea that whether or not he wants to go into his own business and do that full-time or keep doing both it's that idea of putting two things together using those skill sets having that diversity and in some ways getting to control a little bit more of where we're going and our stability, which we'll talk about, all of those pieces go into the portfolio career. And, you know, it's interesting because having worked in my background with individuals in poverty, individuals who, single parents, and this idea of a portfolio career is very live and well there, right? If And you may have been in that situation or are in that situation where you have multiple jobs out of necessity. And that is kind of catching on now is all the rage. I was calling that a portfolio career when really there's many people in the, in the U S who've been doing that for a long time out of necessity, but it's been a good thing too, right? Cause when you lose one job, you still have two more. And all of those pieces that go along with that portfolio career are becoming more accepted. And it's an interesting thing for those of us, those of you maybe, who have had one job, nine to five, and that's been your sole focus, to think about doing something else, to think about doing something that's a little bit more independent, or having several flexible jobs almost seems like a downgrade, right? That I'm going to give up or I got laid off from this one nine-to-five job and now I've got to piece these things together. And, you know, I would just say to challenge that within yourself, that that belief comes from somewhere, but it's not necessarily true that going from one nine-to-five job to a portfolio, if that's the way you choose to do it, or if that's the way it happens for you, 
right, after you've been laid off, that that's not a downgrade. In fact, there might be some serious benefits to it, just as there are some challenges in the same way that there were benefits and challenges with your 9-to-5 job. Similar, they can be on the same plane. They don't have to be one is worse than the other. It's just different pros and cons, right? So let's talk about some of the, the pros of a portfolio career. And we're going to talk about this right now in the sense that you don't have a, a 9-to-5 job. You've got more of the freelancing going on. We're going to talk about some of the pros around that. And we're going to talk about some of the strategies for de- deciding if a portfolio career is right for you. And and then we're going to talk about some of the mindset things that you might need to change if you're thinking about a portfolio career. And, and those can be both positive and negative. So we'll talk about some of those. So we're going to take a short break here. And we'll come back and we're going to talk about deciding whether or not a portfolio career is right for you, what are some of the pros and cons, and mindset. And then I'll give you some resources as well for if you're thinking about portfolio careering as one of your goals for your next step in your career, what that might look like. So we'll be back in just a few minutes and we're going to keep talking about portfolio careers. America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Simonoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Inside Healthcare is the only radio program focused solely on the healthcare industry. We bring together new and experienced entrepreneurs and industry veterans from throughout the country who are changing the dynamic on how healthcare is delivered today. Join us as we ask the tough questions, explore current topics, and discuss the new partners and models in healthcare that successfully address the needs of population health across the country. Listen Mondays at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. 
If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant, and today we are demystifying some of the trendy career terms that are out there, and we started by talking about portfolio careers, and portfolio careers can really look a lot of different ways, right? It's not necessarily that you are a contractor and putting together a, a bunch of contractor contracts, although that is one possible way to build a portfolio career might also be that you're working something that's more full-time and doing something else on the side. might be that you have multiple part-time jobs and they're actual jobs, they're not contracts, and you're building a portfolio with those different jobs and all of the different things that you can do to put together a portfolio career. And, of course, the different ways that you structure it are going to have different pros and cons. Right, so let's talk about some of the the pros first here. If you are doing a an independent thing where you're managing your own contractors or starting your own business or starting several different types of businesses, one of the pros is that you're going to have flexibility. Right? It's one of the things that I love about my business and my business is a portfolio and I'll tell you a little bit more about that later, but it's I can work from anywhere that I want to work. And I remember early on in my business when I had traveled with my husband on a business trip and he was off doing his business and I was sitting on the, the lawn at Berkeley. That's where his his op, or his work was. And talking to a prospect on the phone and made a, a sale to help someone with their resume. And I thought, well, this is pretty cool to have the flexibility to work wherever I want to work and to work really whenever I want to work, although that that looks differently. We'll talk a little bit about that in the cons area. So freelancers or these people are putting many different things together. You can work from home or maybe work from several different places. So if you're one of those people who doesn't like to sit still, having many different contracts might allow you that opportunity to, to never sit still. I'm working with a, a lady right now who has contracts with healthcare companies and she travels regionally. And if you like that kind of action, right, to never sit still, that might be a great reason for you to do some kind of a portfolio career. Now, if you're thinking about, well, but I want some stability, and we'll talk about this a little bit more in our mindset section. But if you are worried about getting let go, then a portfolio career might be a great thing for you to start looking at now or a way to build a portfolio so that you have something else started should that happen. And again, this construction gentleman that I was working with who had also been a personal trainer, thinking about construction and when construction went down, he started several other businesses as as well as the personal training bit. And thinking about getting back into construction to get some money flow, right? That's reality. And then how are how can he continue to maintain some of those other businesses and, and maybe even grow 
one of them so that when construction goes down again, because we all know that it's going to, right? When it goes down again, he might have something else bigger started that he can fall back on and create his own stability, which is really what I love about portfolio careers. And I find it interesting that 77% of people who are already independent, freelancing, contracting, 77% of them said that they wanted to remain as independents. And so it's kind of like once you get over that hump of changing your mindset, changing the way you work, changing which is a lot of change, right? But once you get over that hump, you like it, right? People figure out how to make it work. So some of the cons, obviously, it you need to have good time management skills and accept some bit of the reality that if you're a freelancer independent, although you can choose when you work, you are going to be on maybe more than you've been in your 9-to-5 job. Although when I talk to most of my colleagues and and friends who have 9-to-5 jobs, they're really on much more than they would like to be or admit that they are also. That's definitely going to come along with if that's how you create a portfolio career. Obviously, if you're doing several different part-time jobs, you may have less free time because you're doing a lot of different activities that might add up to more than 40 or 50 hours a week anyways and and see how that compares to what you've been having as your 9-to-5 job also. Thinking about whether or not this is right for me might take a good assessment of your skill sets. Right. If you're going to go into a portfolio career or create a portfolio career or decide not to go back into the singular nine to five job, there are going to be some specific skills that you want to make sure you have or can build or want to build. Right. It's that one time management. Can you manage yourself? Can you get things done? Can you plan and and organize and get things done? Secondly, and this is one of the things that Daniel Pink talks about, is have you realized that you can sell? I'm not going to say can you sell, but have you realized that you can? Have you realized that you already do? Because no matter what type of position you're in in any kind of company, I guarantee you that you sell something. Or your life is pretty boring, right? Because if you can't sell at all, you're not doing any fun projects. You're not getting any of your ideas accomplished within the company. You are selling every day. And and Dan Pink talks about that in in his new book. And it's really a great great read if you haven't read To Sell is Human by, by Dan Pink. So can you manage your time? Have you realized that you already are a salesperson? And then can you estimate how much is it going to take you to do something, how much time, how much money, so that you can price accordingly? And that fee for service is something that I think every 
person works on when they start a contract business or they start freelancing. There's research that you can do in your specific industry to see what's out there, see what people are charging, and can you estimate how long it's going to take you so that you know how much to charge, not just by market base, but also by your your costs and your time. So thinking about having several different engagements might be scary, might be something that, again, seems less than having that full-time job. But on the mindset side of it for me is one thing that most people struggle with. It's that idea of a nine-to-five job is stable, right? A nine-to-five job gives me what I need to take care of my family. And that's reality, right? We need to be able to take care of our families or ourselves, whatever it is that are our goals, our values. And we've talked about about career values in the past. And that's, to me, where we start when we're making our decisions. What's really important to you? Is it money? Is it time? Is it family, which usually goes back to time? Is it what you do and the, the skills that you get to use or the industry that you get to work in? What is really important to you? And what's great about a portfolio career is that it gives you the opportunity to do many different types of things, perhaps, or to make more money because you're in charge of how much you make instead of trying to work up a corporate ladder that that you're not getting anywhere, right? Or gives you the opportunity to add some additional income to that 9-to-5 job. Whatever it might be that are your goals gives you the opportunity to do that. Of course, lots of women adopt some kind of a portfolio career freelance mentality to stay at home and raise their children. Gives them flexibility to be able to do that. And in my business and resume writing and career coaching, that seem, seems to be pretty prevalent, right? That women take the opportunity to stay at home. And then they've got a great income generator on the side. And, and of course, people do that with lots of different types of businesses. And more and more men are starting to do that, which is wonderful, too. Now, you might think, well, is that why I started my business and my portfolio career? And and it's not. I started my portfolio career because I wanted to do what I do. I was very passionate about what I do. And I didn't want to move. My husband just had a new job. And getting a career counseling position at an institution here and where I live is not that easy, right? There's lots of competition And I'd worked at the university, where most of those positions are, for seven years. Was just kind of done with working at the university. One of my other values, independence, right? I loved the idea, I thought, of getting to work in my own way, help people in my own way, learn new things, be able to apply them. All of those things that come along with the idea of independence were very attractive to me. And so... Thinking about those values was why I put together my portfolio career, and that's exactly how it started. It didn't start as a quote-unquote business, although it was, 
but I started doing work for other professionals like me. I taught classes for workforce centers. I I did some of my own work on the side and and really built a portfolio of different people that I worked for and then transitioned that into more of my own clients, which are really just people that I work for, right? And and so thinking about if you're going to put together some kind of a business, how can you do it in a way where it's not go out there and stick out a shingle and hope people come to you. It's figuring out how to build it in a way that works for you. Some of you might may want to stick out the shingle, some of you may not. And then there might be lots of different options in terms of, again, the part-time jobs, the contracts, different ways that you might structure that portfolio career. So if you're thinking about, well, this all sounds great and a portfolio career might work for some people but not me, that's okay. Again, this is just one of the trends that's out there. I think it's been around for a long time in different ways and now it's just come to the forefront and people are talking about it a lot because we know that to increase our income and to have stability, we're going to have to have more than one plate spinning, if that's what you want to call it, so that you can build something to back, as a backup or you can build something that will help you generate extra income. Doing one thing, nine to five, as your ultimate career goal might have limited income potential. That ladder's not not going as high and quite the angle that it used to have. And it may create some false security for you because, as we have all learned, we can get laid off from those things at any time. So that's the allure of a portfolio career and why it's come up as one of the trends today. So we'll be back in just a few minutes and we're going to talk about an encore career and what that looks like. And then we're going to talk a little bit more about all the different ways that you can find career satisfaction. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. Always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. It's a sad fact that fraud is rampant in today's business environment. The headlines scream about once prestigious organizations falling victim to or crumbling due to the consequences of fraud. How do you keep fraud from affecting you and your business? Tune in to Fraud Talk with host Chris Marquet. Chris has over 30 years of fraud investigation experience, business intelligence, and is a renowned security consultant. Chris and his guests will inform you and help keep you from being the next statistic of fraud. 
Tune in Mondays at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. tuned into the career confidant with marie zimanoff if you have a question or comment for marie or her guest today please call 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 you may also send an email to marie at a strategic advantage.com now back to the career confidant welcome back to the career confidant and we are talking about trendy career topics that are out there and might be confusing or you're wondering what they are should you be paying attention are they a good fit for you so we've been talking a little bit about portfolio careers and all the different ways that you might build a portfolio career whether that's a full-time job and something you're building on the side or several different part-time jobs that you're putting together to make things work or independent freelancing contracting types of work and all of those different things are in that realm of portfolio careers and obviously have different pros and cons we talked about some of the skill sets that really any of those options require and how to decide if it's a good fit for you so if you're thinking about that you can check out some of the the resources on portfolio careers a lot of them are going to deal with starting your own business which again i don't see as the the main thing here for portfolio careers but there are some some job sites that's that are specifically for flexing right flexjobs.com elance.com like freelance on the elance.com might check that out those are some sites where you might see what are people paying what are what might you charge if you're thinking about going into freelancing of some kind might also check out some of some of the the goals or goals the books on freelancing um and and multiple careers Right, Career Renegade, I like that one. Jonathan Fields, One Person, Multiple Careers by Marcy Albholer, A-L-B-O-H-E-R. And thinking about different ways that you can put things together in terms of your work. Again, a lot of those resources are going to speak to running your own business or being a freelancer, but that's something that you can do still on the side of being a full-time employee if that's where you're at. 
And if you're thinking about doing some of these things while you're looking for work, I think that is one of the best ways to find work, right? I I always kind of cringe when I'm talking to job seekers and they say, I'm looking for full-time work, not contracting. Well, guess what? Contracting is work and it's becoming a lot of people's definition of full-time work and a lot of businesses' definition of an employee is a contractor. So open Open up to that, explore it, see what it looks like, see what the pros might look like, and think about all these different ways that you might create a portfolio for your career. So the next idea that's really picked up steam probably in the last five years is this idea of an encore career. And the encore career goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning in terms of career trajectory. Right where it used to be a corporate ladder that you would climb, you'd get to some top, wherever the top was for you, and then you'd have some gradual decline towards retirement. Well, that curve, if you will, is really no longer out there. Right, it some people still do it, works for some people, but most people today are working after the age of 65 they're not necessarily retiring they're not slowing down they're they're just continuing to work now if you are at that age group i find that you fall into two categories right you fall into the category of people who get to actually retire and then keep doing something that they really love to do or keep doing something that makes a little bit of money to add into their retirement, but it's it's fun, it's more flexible, it's what they really want to do, or you're in that pool of people who's worked till 65 and really needs to keep on working, needs to have enough income to pay basic bills and and do things, and you'd like to be doing something different, you'd like to be doing something that you want to do that is meaningful, and you've got that reality of needing a full-time income that that looks like it always has, right? And again, you'll notice I said full-time income because I don't think it necessarily has to be a full-time job, but I see people that need that to continue. They're not getting a retirement, right? And, and you might do things differently if you are in one of those two pools, If you're in the pool where you get a retirement, you can afford to do other things. You can afford to volunteer until you get a job or volunteer until you get hired onto a nonprofit. If you're trying to find that that income that you need to just keep things going and you want to do something different, then you might go back and kind of listen to some of the career change talks that, that we've had on this show and really figure out what is it that you're looking for to be different and how might you use the skills, experience, education you already have to make that adjustment without throwing the baby out with the bathwater and trying to start all over, which you may not have the resources to do. And and that's frustrating. I hear that a lot in, in people's voices when they want to do something more meaningful but don't necessarily have the time, money, and maybe even the desire to go back and start over. They just want a, a tweak. And so that that's possible. It's there. 
and that might be part of what an encore career looks like for you, even though what I see in most of the literature around encore careers is very much directed at those people that that have the stability in their finances to do something very different, right? To do something um, luxurious, I don't know what the right word is. But when we're thinking about encore careers, it's really about, to me, it's how do you fill that other part of you? How do you fill whatever it is that wasn't getting filled every day for the last 30 to 40 years, whether that's a skill that you wanted to use, a population that you wanted to work with, and a meaning that you wanted to have in your work, or an income that you wanted to make that you've never had got the opportunity to make, that's that encore, right? That's that ability to to do something that brings you what you've been missing. That's my definition of an encore career. If you read the literature, you'll, it's a little bit different, and it can be helpful for any of you, all of you, to think about all of the different ways that you can get into an encore career. So we're going to talk about some of the things that apply to that first category of people that have more flexibility, and then I'm going to talk about some of the things that might apply to if you're in the second category. Again, I think all of these things can apply to all people, depending on where you are, what you're wanting out of your encore career. Now, if you're thinking, well, I'm 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, guess what? What I see is that most professionals of all ages are having encore careers, I've seen 35-year-olds who've already had two encore careers because that younger age group tends to, more of you anyways, be okay with the idea of chasing after what we want, going after something different. Not all of you, but some of you are already mobile, which will really help you later. And if you find that you are a person who that's scary, you're not quite sure about that, some of these things might be things you start doing now so that when you get to your 55, 60, 65 and realize that you don't want to quote unquote retire and do whatever your parents or your grandparents did when they retired, you'll have some of these tools under your tool belt already and some ideas of other things that you might want to do with your time and talent after you get done with your where you are right now in your career. So we're going to talk about some of those things quickly and, and um, all the different ways that you might find an encore career for now or for later. First thing, obviously, and lots of people talk about it, is continuing your education. Now, I don't care if this is professional development. In fact, it can be great if it's something totally different. That area of skill set where you, you'd you love to learn more about it, you'd love to do it, but you don't feel good at it, all of those pieces of yourself that you want to develop, don't wait. Don't wait. Don't wait until you're retired and you have to decide whether or not you have the money. And if you are retired, find ways to do them cheaper free. 
develop those parts of yourself that you're interested in. See if there's anything there, right? Whether that's a quilting class or a whatever it might be. Explore those skill sets. Thinking about, you know, internships or volunteering, a lot of times when we think we need money, we, we kind of throw volunteering out as an option. But volunteering can still be paid. We can still have an internship even if we're not in college. All of those things are, are still an option. And again, if you're working full-time and you're wanting to seek what might be my Encore career, right? I'm, I'm 55 or 60, not sure what I want to do. Start volunteering. It'll be a great way to open doors for yourself into that world if that's where you decide you want to go and a great way to decide if that's where you want to go and fill the bucket in many other ways, of course, when we volunteer. Now, if we're thinking about okay, I'm, this is great, but I've got to make money. That's where I really go into what have you loved that you've done? Why are you looking for the change? What about what you're doing now isn't meeting your values? And how can you leverage your skills and education that you already have to move in the direction that you want to go, right? Whether it's making more money, having more time flexibility, whatever your goal is, Focusing in on knowing what that goal is, knowing what your skill sets are, so that you can find opportunities that fit. So if you are thinking about, you know, I've been in retail. I have a colleague who's working with a client who's 60, 65, and has been in retail. Want to get out of the retail seasons, right? What skill sets does she have? Cash handling, customer service, probably some kinds of project coordination, project management. Where could she translate those to where she'd make some more money and not have the retail seasons? Office management types of jobs, maybe some bookkeeping types of jobs. Right, there's lots of options there, some of which she would need to gain some more skills for, perhaps, and some that, that are open doors right now. So thinking about that you don't have to be stuck. There are options and, and you don't have to go to school to do something different depending on what your goals are and what you're looking for to be different in what you do. So we'll be back in just a few minutes and we're going to talk a little bit more about Encore Careers and then we're going to close up here today by talking about satisfaction and career satisfaction and how that can look for you. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network you know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career you can have the foresight skills and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities a strategic advantage and career expert marie Simonoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused get found and get hired Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. 
Today, enterprise technology is both strategic and global. Each week on CIO Talk Radio, IT thought leaders from around the world share their experiences with listeners as they discuss with Sunjog All how they are trimming costs and partnering with business to innovate and help IT become more competitive. This means better care for customers and improves the corporate bottom line. If you want to keep up with IT thought leadership, listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjog All every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel, the bottom line in business talk. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant, and today we've been talking about some of the terms that are out there in the career world, the trends, so we've talked about portfolio careers and how that might look for you, if it's a good fit for you, putting several different things together or starting something on the side of your 9 to 5 so that you can make more money, have more flexibility, have more stability, whatever it is that you're looking for out of your career, portfolio career might be the next thing to look at, right, or to start thinking about. We talked about Encore careers and how the career trajectory has changed. And if you're thinking you might climb a ladder and and sit there for a while and then retire, chances are that that might not be your trajectory. It is still out there. It's rare. And you might start thinking about what am I going to do next? What am I going to do when I thought I'd retire? How am I going to use my talents? How am I going to keep contributing to society? How am I going to do something that brings meaning to me? Whether you are fortunate enough to have the means to be able to do that in a little bit more free way of, of going back to school and volunteering, or whether you're going to need to keep working and gaining that income, how can you use the skills and education and experience that you have while making a tweak to fill your cup as you move forward in in your career and move to that next phase of your career, even though it might not be retirement. So I want to talk a little bit just about satisfaction and this idea of career satisfaction. And one one of my favorite people in the career industry, she's just a great lady. She's so much fun to be around. And her name is Carol Vecchio, V E C C. H-I-O, and she writes about life career satisfaction, and really this idea that if you're not satisfied in life, you probably aren't satisfied with your job. If you're not satisfied with your job, you're probably not really satisfied with life, right? We work a lot. Career is a big part of most of our lives in some way or another, and thinking about what we want to do in our career goes back to those values, goes back to what are we looking for out of that job. And 
as she talks about and as as I see every day when I work with clients, it's really first about knowing who you are, being willing to admit what you need, knowing what you need. Right, sometimes people talk with addiction. The first step is to admit you have a problem. And with a lot of us in our careers, that's really our our first step too, is realizing that work-life balance isn't really work-life balance. We make choices. We decide what we spend our time at. And each of those has, has costs. When we choose to spend time with our family, we... We have costs that we're paying at work. When we choose to to work, we have costs that we're paying in our health and our family. And all of those pieces go together. And although we can figure out how to, quote, unquote, balance them, we're always making a trade-off. We're always making a choice. They're never gonna be, there's never going to be this perfect balance where we're not giving anything up. And I... I've read lots of articles on Facebook, especially relating to moms, and of course when the Lean In book came out, but realizing that we, we're, there are always trade-offs. No matter what we choose, we're losing something, and that achieving kind of this perfect do-it-all balance doesn't really exist because there's always something that we are having to give up. And and Carol talks about that a little bit in in thinking about our true self and knowing what we really want, knowing what is really important to us. And then, of course, the ability to communicate that to our family, to understand what the reality of those options are. And and I help a lot of my clients with that. What's the reality of that? And and what we want is sometimes not reality, right? Doesn't doesn't really exist. A job at the place you live making more money than you make, where you don't have to work as much time, probably doesn't exist. We can do a little research, we can see what's out there, we can figure out what's really not working for you, and decide which trade-off you're going to take. It might, so work-life balance might mean that we've got to redefine success, Right, if you've got this picture of success in your head that's making a certain amount of money, having a certain kind of house, whatever it might be, getting to go skiing every weekend if you live here in Colorado, all of those pieces come together and make up our picture of success that then might conflict with our reality of life work life balance. And we might want to redefine success so that we can have some more work-life balance, but again, recognizing what we're giving up when we do that. Also, big thing to me is being able to realize that you're going to have to change. This is maybe one of the hardest things for people when, when they retire, when they start a business, when they go back to work. Whenever we make that change, Realizing that the way we're treated, the way we interact with people, the way we spend our time, all of those things are going to have to change. And that that's a hard transition. If you're taking a step down at work to have better work-life balance, that step down is going to have some consequences. 
not just maybe lower pay, but people will treat you different. You might not get to be in charge of things you're used to being in charge of. All of those pieces change. And we have to consciously understand that that's going to happen. Otherwise, we end up feeling bad about what we're doing, feeling bad about the change, feeling like we're not valued, even though we might have made that decision to step down, step back, whatever it looks like for you. Then last piece for for me, and we've talked about this today, is to realize that uncertainty is part of the game. To realize that stability is not a reality. That the only stability that you really have is the tools in your tool belt, your network, all of the things that we're trying to help you build here on this show, that's your stability. And if you are making decisions because you're looking for someone else to provide stability to you, you'll almost always be disappointed. And in the long run, you'll always be disappointed because that's just not the way the world of work works anymore. And if we're going to think about being happy in our career and having that satisfaction, if we're seeking something that doesn't exist, that satisfaction will never come. So if you've been following along with us at GetCareerSmart.com, we'll be updating that with with resources and, and things that will help you from the session today and hope that you'll keep following along with us and, and asking me your questions. And of course, you can always find me at astrategicadvantage.com. That's Marie, M-A-R-I-E, at astrategicadvantage.com. And I look forward to seeing you back here next week on The Career Confidant. Thank you for listening to The Career Confidant. Marie Zimanoff will return again with another terrific guest next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Be sure to join us then. We'll be right back.